Oh, hello everyone. Welcome back to Music to My Ears. My name is Courtney, and if it is your very first time listening, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. Um, if it's your second, third, fourth, or fifth time listening to any episode, welcome back. Thanks for sticking along. So, I don't know if you guys know, but my release day for this week's episode is kind of late. For those of you who are new, I normally post new episodes every Friday mornings, um, give or take. But this past week has been insanely busy, and I actually did record an episode last night very, very late. But I haven't listened to it, but I know for sure that I probably sound like a frog. I basically like recorded it in the first half of the episode at like 10 p.m., fell asleep, and then woke up while I was like groggy and tried to record the second segment. So I'm afraid to listen back to it because I'm afraid of what I'll hear. So even though it's the weekend already, I wanted to record this um, episode again a fresh, a new, um, for you guys. So hopefully the quality is a teeny bit better. I'm also recording on my new laptop instead of my phone. Lately, I've been recording on my phone. Before that, I was recording on my old laptop, which crashed. And then I had my double old laptop, which was like even older. Um, and I sounded like I was speaking to a potato for like one episode. I don't remember which one, but you'll find out. Um, if you like binge listen to the past episodes, it sounds horrible, but I was like super excited about that episode and so I kept it up. But anyways, so this is a new laptop that I've been using for my September, um, my semester program and I feel like it's a decent microphone. I actually haven't even listened to like any recording of me on this laptop. So I'm kind of just banking on it sounding okay. So if it sounds a little funky, um, hopefully it'll be okay <laughs> and I'll realize afterwards and I'll revert back to using my phone. But for now, we're trying things, um, we're trying some new things and yeah, let's get into it. So the reason why I was so obnoxiously late on this, um, episode's release is because yesterday I watched an amazing movie called Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, before we get into that though... Uh, this past week was insanely busy. It was the second week of my semester environmental science program. I'm currently on the East Coast. It's humid and warm, weirdly. But then, like, one day it stormed and there was literally, like, thunder and lightning. So the weather here is funky. Um, but right now it is sunny. I'm, like, drying my clothes out in the sun on, like, my bed. Um, and yeah, so... I'm like constantly busy, I feel like. Like we have class like from 8.30 to 5 and we always have like lab or field day in the afternoon for like several, several hours and I always come back so tired. Um, But it's super, super fun. There's like new things every day. We have like different lecturers every day. Um, It just, it's just busy if you know what I mean. Like it's so weird. It's like, like it's 8.30 is like not that early in terms of class like everything is super close on campus in the program but if you think about like okay eat breakfast at like 7 30 uh classes at like 8 30 maybe you've got like two different lectures you've got lunch at like 12 and then you've got lab or field day from like 1 to 5 maybe and then by 
by the time it's five, it's like basically dinner. And so you kind of have this awkward one hour where it's like, I'm tired and I want to sleep, but it's also almost dinner, but I should also do homework. And so I feel like every day is like a full day kind of thing. So apologies if I sound very tired or gross. <laughs> Hopefully I don't, but in case I do, that's the reason why. But I still want to be releasing like episodes for you guys and for myself. It's nice to kind of know what I do each week and listen back, although I never do. I have like a little video, I have like a little like audio diary and it'll be cute, you know? Um, anyways, so that was my week. And then yesterday, Friday, um, we had presentations for like the labs we've been doing for the past two weeks. Kind of stressful. I feel like college presentations are like on another level compared to like high school. So like every group's presentation was great. We got like feedback every time someone presented and it was like kind of stressful because some of the like instructors would be there and they would like comment on it. And there was this like one slide that I literally just like butchered the calculations and got called out by one of the instructors on it. And I was like, I don't know how to do it and felt bad. But you know what? It was over in a second and it was a Friday. So it happens. We were supposed to have like a speaker come, but unfortunately he, um, he fell ill. He wasn't feeling very well. So it ended up getting canceled. But on the plus side, it meant that basically we were free right after lunch, like the whole day after lunch, which is super nice. Normally even Fridays are like really busy. So, um, I ended up going to a movie theater for the first time since the COVID pandemic started, and it was such a weird feeling. Um, like, I normally don't go to movie theaters a whole lot just because they're, like, a little expensive. Like, I tend to just wait for the movies to come out. Um, but I love Marvel movies, and I have been slacking off on watching all of the recent movies and TV shows that have been coming out for, um, all these Marvel characters, and so I was like, I have to watch Shang-Chi, like, as soon as it comes out. It came out like a week ago so I wasn't like there at the beginning but it would have probably been a bit crowded um so I went yesterday with my RA who's like literally like only two years older than me um and then one of my friends from the program as well um and it was like just us three with two other like girls in the movie theater and it was like super nice the movie was amazing and so Thus begins my extensive review of the movie. No spoilers. I won't talk about any spoilers, but I just like was obsessed afterwards and throughout the whole movie while I was watching it. Um, if you guys are new, uh, let me just say I love Marvel. I love like superhero movies in general. I know a lot of times I think some people think that they're like very cliche and they kind of have like the same plots and everything but which might be true superhero movies are superhero like genre for a reason you know but um I just love the idea of like superpowers and like costume design you have potential for like what the power is and how it you know comes to fruition so I really liked it um for those of you who don't know what Shang-Chi is about it is the most recent Marvel movie that was released it is the first Marvel movie to have an Asian lead. Um, there have been several Asian superheroes and characters in past Marvel movies, for example, like Mantis, um, who is in Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, but she wasn't featured a whole lot. She is a little bit of a minor character, um, but yeah, so this is the first movie that has an Asian as the main role, and it was super, super cool, um, and basically, it takes place in San Francisco and, like, Macau. 
for the most part, like these two locations. So Shang-Chi is the main character. He also goes by Sean. Um, and he basically throughout the movie has to revisit his past. We kind of find that his past is very, very complex and very kind of messed up if you think about it. Um, and so he and his best friend Katie um, kind of revisit his past and meet a lot of his family members who he hasn't seen in a long time and they have a very rocky relationship. And it's very much like a very familial oriented kind of like, how do you call it? Very familial oriented kind of storyline, which is super interesting. Like the villain is um, actually like his father, which that's not a spoiler. Um, but it was like super interesting. There were a lot of like stereotypically Asian like symbols and concepts uh, I thought it was just very interesting and there was a lot of Mandarin in it a lot of the characters and actors themselves spoke Mandarin um, and are like fluent in Mandarin and so there was a lot of like subtitling I tried to like follow along without relying on the subtitles and I could do it a little bit but not a whole lot I tried my best um, and there's also just like I feel like it's just like a star-studded cast in terms of like um, Asian representation so there's a lot of a lot of actors who were in like Crazy Rich Asians, which is another movie that is like uh, well known for just having a, like an all Asian cast. Um, there were a lot of actors from that movie, um, a lot of just like very iconic actors from other like countries film industries. So like Tony Leung, who plays um, the father Wen Wu in the movie, he uh, is like an icon of an actor in in Hong Kong um, film and has been like in the industry for like decades. So it was like super, super cool seeing like that, but in like Hollywood. Um, so then for the movie itself, kind of went over the plot a little bit. I'm not a very good plot reteller, if that's even a word. Um, but I also don't want to spoil too much for you guys. So I'm probably just gonna end up talking about the like cinematics and like the visuals of the movie itself so costume design oh my gosh it was amazing like i feel like i can say that with like almost every marvel movie like it just looks so clean so well thought so put together so like shang chi's like outfit his like i guess superhero outfit that he ends up getting is like this really like beautiful shade of like red and it's not like a, a bright red you know i feel like most marvel costume reds are this kind of like muted almost like maroon burgundy kind of action going on um and i thought it uh, like i thought it was kind of like oh it's red because in like chinese culture red is seen um to be a symbol of like luck and good fortune and so even when like my grandma loves the color red so i thought that was super cool it fit him a lot um and Oh gosh, my voice cracked. I'm too excited. Okay. And um, in terms of the rings, I thought that was like a really interesting concept too, because I feel like I haven't seen a superpower that's like too similar to it. So basically, um, since the full title of the movie is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, the kind of main concentration of power is in these ten rings. Um, so legend has it, whoever wears them has this kind of very like just massive amounts of power and um they are also given the gift of eternal life and pretty much like unstoppable just like 
a very, very powerful thing. Um, and so Shang-Chi's father, Wenwu, is the person who has it in the first place. And we see kind of his whole storyline of how he came to get it, what it drove him to do, you know, just having this this object of such power in your possession and like what it kind of does to your mentality. That was super interesting to see, especially in the beginning. It was like kind of like telling a story, um, like a narration. Um, so that was super cool. And the rings themselves are like, at first I was like, I don't know if I could handle that kind of thing. Like I was trying to imagine me wearing them because it's literally like five very thick like bracelets, like kind of look like the same like shape as like jade bracelets, which I feel like my grandma also has. Um, but instead of green, they're kind of like red or like blue or this kind of like metallic color. Um, and basically how Wen Wu uses them is that he can kind of like shoot them off his wrists, either like one at a time, all in one go, which means he can either use it to like do the classic, you know, throw it at someone, like shoot it at someone, or he can use like five rings on each arm uh, for a total of 10 to like use kind of as like a rope or like a lasso kind of thing going on. He can like shoot his rings into like the ground to like propel himself forward or like just jump super high. And what's super cool about the rings that um, I thought kind of like it kind of is like a Captain America moment where um, when you shoot the rings, they kind of like you can summon them back to your arm. Um, and I feel like that's a very like cool thing to have because it's not like you can like lose it essentially on someone unless you know someone like I guess forcefully takes it away which would be very hard to do if it's like already on your arms and that there's like 10 of them but so yeah super cool superpowers um and then there's also a couple of other like weapons throughout the movie that I don't want to spoil but are also super cool as well so you'll have to watch the movie to know what I'm talking about um but yeah so during the movie I like became obsessed with Simu Liu, who is the main actor that plays Shang-Chi. Um, he's like, I think he was, he was born in China and he is Canadian. Um, but yeah, so he spoke in Mandarin throughout the movie as well as English since he's fluent in both. Um, he's just like, I don't know, he just like seems so cool. His like whole aura and like vibe that he gave off as the character, which is like super cool. And I was like, yes. And also I know that like most actors who are in like Marvel movies, they undergo like a very intense like exercise and training regimen to kind of prepare for the role. And I know he had to do that, which sounds insane. Um, but you know, it paid off. He looked great and like the moves he executed. I know he like did a lot of his stunts um, were super, super cool. Very, very obviously like martial arts influenced um and I was like during the movie I was like I should totally learn how to do this like every single time there's like a movie that has that kind of like martial arts influence I'm always like it always just makes me think like if I had done that when I was younger I feel like I can kind of do something like that right now you know but anyways it was like super super cool so like amazing like casting for just the characters in the movie um, like I said before, um, Tony Leung is, like, iconic in the Hong Kong film industry, um, and, like, that's his first, this is his first gig, I guess, in Hollywood, and it was, like, an amazing role, very, very complex, playing, like, the father of Shang-Chi, um, you've got Aquafina, I love Aquafina, she was in Crazy Rich Asians, I believe, yes, um, and she plays Katie, who's, uh, Shang-Chi's best friend, She's super cool, so relatable, and she's also just, like, badass the whole time um, in, like, so many different ways. Um, so it's so good. And then 
the actress who plays Shang-Chi's sister, who I don't know her last name, so I'm going to look it up because I only know her first name and I feel like I should get her, I should get her last name. I think her, I think her name is Meng Er Zhang, maybe? I don't remember her last name and I feel kind of bad. And also my phone is like not showing the keyboard, which is making it a bit hard to type. Okay, yeah. Uh, her name is Meng Er Zhang, and um, she ended up getting married on, like, the set. She, like, met someone on the set and got married, and I was like, that's super cute. Uh, anyway, so she's super badass. She plays Shang-Chi's sister, um, and she has these really awesome weapons that I don't really know what they're called, but it's kind of like this really long rope with, like, a blade on the end, and you can, like, whip it around you kind of like a lasso and, like, you know, cut off something that's, like, several feet away. So super, super cool. I think the visuals also were just like very dynamic and like the settings were very different and the way that the camera kind of captured all the fight scenes was very very smooth and you would like see everything it wouldn't be like overwhelmingly fast it was just so good you guys like i highly highly recommend it if you're not a huge fan of superhero movies I think you'll still like it like the visuals are just like insane like the plot line is like okay you know there's a villain there's superhero um but even then there's like complexity in that like the villain has like complexity as well so i think the overall the movie was very very good obviously i might be a bit biased but i was just excited the whole time i also cried i'm not going to tell you guys when um but i'm i'm like so emotional when i watch movies and so like even if like it hints that something's gonna happen but it doesn't end up happening i'll like still cry so anyways overall Shang-Chi is amazing, um, and I tried to listen to the album, uh, mainly by a lot of 88 Rising artists, um, 88 Rising is a music label that is known for having a lot of Asian American artists, uh, they had a big part in producing the album for the movie, um, not the, like, scores with, like, only orchestral, like, scores, but the actual kind of, like, music with, like, the lyrics and, like, featuring artists and stuff like that, um, I tried to take a listen to it before the movie, but I wasn't able to, so I've been listening to it for the past couple hours <laughs> since I just watched the movie, um, and I really like it. I think I'm going to recommend a, recommend some of the songs to you guys in the second segment of this episode, um, in addition to the orchest orchestral score, of course, um, but yeah, so... I guess all in all, this whole episode is just a plug for you guys to watch Shang-Chi. You can either, like, wait for it, find it somewhere online, um, or you can watch it in movie theaters. Like, it's just such a good movie. Like, ugh, I was just overwhelmed. And I think it's just been a while since I've seen a movie in that setting, since, like, I've seen a Marvel movie. Sorry, Black Widow, I haven't watched it yet. Um, but yeah, anyways... I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I feel like I'm just like so excited um, and like have to talk to about it, have to talk to someone about it. So I'm talking to you guys about it. Um, but yeah, again, watch the movie if you haven't. If you don't want to, it's fine. But there's just some good stuff in in the film. Um, and I'm just a huge Marvel nerd as well. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm like on top of things as you guys can tell with this episode posting date. Um, but I try my best to watch things eventually. So yeah, that was my week. 
Um, hopefully your guys' week was just as exciting. If it was busy, hopefully you can get a break now, now that it's the weekend. Um, yeah, so let's take a quick short break, and afterwards, I will give you guys the song recommendations for this episode, and we'll talk a bit more about Artemis in A Mythical Minute. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. So, before we get into song recs, let's take a quick mythical minute to keep talking about Artemis, who is, as a reminder, the goddess of archery, hunting, woman, the moon, etc. <laughs> I feel like there's way more, but those are kind of the main things. She is a maiden goddess, which means she does not marry, she doesn't have kids. Um, And she has a group of hunters called the Hunters of Artemis, who are also maidens. Um, They are uh, immortal. They can still be uh, wounded or die in combat, but they never age. Um, And yeah, so last week was our first episode about Artemis, where we learned a little bit just general information about her. But now we can get into the stories. So that's pretty exciting. Um... During our first character of Greek mythology, Apollo, who is Artemis's twin brother, we learned about their birth um, on Delos, which is a little island. Um, so what happened, quick summary, is that their father was Zeus and their mother is Leto, um, but Zeus's immortal wife, Hera, the goddess of marriage, the goddess of goddesses. Um, She was angered, obviously, since Zeus cheats a lot and has many, many affairs in Greek mythology. Um, So Hera, she basically cursed Leto that um, forbade Leto from giving birth anywhere where the sun shines, which is like pretty much anywhere on earth, right? Uh, Poseidon, the god of the sea, uh, felt bad and he created a little island um, that used to be underwater. Um, And so it was, you know, in the shade, technically. And so Leto was able to give birth to first Artemis, um, who then helped Leto give birth to Apollo. So Artemis is a teeny bit older. I guess they were they were birthed fully grown. I'm not sure Greek mythology is odd that way. Um, and a, another story about Artemis that's a bit more specific to her uh, is one that kind of talks about the fact that her, uh, the, the fact that she is a maiden goddess. So again, getting all of this information from Scholastic's Greek books. So this one is called She's All That from Mythopedia. Amazing for really, really cool graphics and pictures and really well summarized stories. Um, But yeah, so this one's called Purity Power. So basically, when Artemis was young, she went to her father, Zeus, Lord of the Sky, the King of the Gods, um, and asked that she remain a maiden forever. Um, So Zeus said yes um, and said that Artemis would never have to marry someone. And so that Artemis said that all of her hunters, anyone who wanted to become a hunter, um, only obviously like women, they would have to remain maidens as well. Um, They wouldn't be allowed to marry. They could not have an affair with men. Um, And if one of her followers did want to get, you know, married or uh, kind of, I guess, yeah, 
if her father wanted to get married, Artemis would bless it. Uh, but if one of her followers like remained a follower and was caught having an affair with someone, Artemis would not be super happy. Um, and so there was one of Artemis's hunters, a maiden called Callisto, who was a favorite of Artemis, um, and she gave birth to Zeus's son Arcas. Arcas, again, not very good at pronouncing, but um, that means she had an affair with Artemis's dad, which sounds super weird. But whenever there's like immortality and like never aging involved, I feel like family relations and affairs gets very messy. So Callisto ends up having an affair with Zeus and gives birth. Um, Artemis was obviously very, very angry, and so she shot Callisto, um, after she turned her into a bear. So she basically hunted her own follower, uh, who did not follow the rules. So a very creepy kind of story, uh, but I feel like a lot of the myths we've talked about so far, the moral of the story is to not disobey or anger a god or goddess. So very, very interesting. But with that, let's get on into the song recommendations. Unsurprisingly, I want to recommend to you guys some songs from the Shang-Chi movie soundtracks and albums. They are so, so good. I am still trying to listen to them again and again to actually be able to identify songs. Um, Most of the time, it's like I'll be listening to it and I'll just like it. But I think in terms of the album, which has a lot of 88 Rising artists, I want to recommend to you the song, I think it's called War With Heaven. Um, And this is by Keshi, who I haven't listened to before. I think I have like one song by him in my like ultimate, like all the songs I know playlist, but I just haven't listened to it enough to recognize it and like remember what it sounds like. But in terms of War With Heaven, it's like kind of different from a lot of the songs on the album because I feel like a lot of the other songs are very like upbeat, hype, and just like a lot of rapping and stuff like that. Um, But I think War With Heaven has a lot more kind of, slows it down a teeny bit. It's still upbeat, but it's very like funky and just like a good time. Like imagine just like sunny days, which it's no longer sunny anymore as I'm looking out the window, but it gives me that vibe and I like it a lot. Um, haven't listened to it too much again, so don't really know what the lyrics are about. Um, but in terms of the melody, we give it a 10 out of 10. Um, yeah, so there is that one. But also, if you like that song, feel free to listen to any of the other songs in the album itself. Just just shuffle play the whole album. I think it's super diverse. There's English, Chinese, I think like Japanese, and even like Korean lyrics in there super awesome. You might recognize a couple of artists if you listen to any um, like Chinese music or Korean music. Um, There's just a whole lot of people that's featured on there and I think that's super cool. Um, And then in terms of the original score where you have the actual like orchestral music that's featured in a lot of the movie uh, without lyrics, um, I'm just going to recommend pretty much the whole album. I've listened to it like once through, which is definitely not enough to choose my favorite. Um, But so far, the one that stuck out to me is the one titled Your Mother, which sounds kind of funny. But the person who plays the mother, oh gosh, I feel so horrible that I keep forgetting the mother's name. But the mother of Shang-Chi, 
she has there's a scene where it shows uh when Wu, the father and the mother meeting for the first time you know before shang chi and his sister are born um and there's this moment where you see the two fighting each other because they don't know each other um but it kind of almost looking like a dance like they're dancing together and it's super super beautiful the music is amazing and a lot of times i feel like movie scores within one like little song that they name it'll be like super super like mellow and then all of a sudden there'll be like a giant like almost like a jump scare because like the dynamics just all of a sudden get like so loud but i think in this piece in your mother it's like very it's like very like mellow and there is a very smooth transition to like swells of of volume and swells of like of various instruments building on top of another so it's not there's nothing like that just like is in your face it's just very kind of like smooth and that's what i like about it but again that is only one of the many songs that are in the original score i recommend listening to all of it there is this really really cool repeating motif recurring motif i guess you could say in a lot of the pieces in the score where it has this kind of like melody that I don't even know like what the name is. I'm pretty sure there's a name in music theory, but it's like often associated with like Chinese music because it's a very distinct like combinations of like notes and keys um, that are found very often in Chinese music. And I think sometimes it's often used stereotypically um, to like mock Chinese music, but I think it's like incorporated very, very well into the score and it's super pretty. It's like tweaked to me a little different every time it shows up and I really like that. So listen to, listen to the whole score, listen to the whole album and I think you guys will really enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Sorry, this whole episode was basically just a review of Shang-Chi. It's just fresh in my mind. I really enjoyed the movie and I think you guys will too. So as always, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I did recording it. Please make sure you are taking care of yourselves, getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, eating enough snacks, also exercising. I told my friend that I would diligently stretch and do, you know, a couple of like push-ups every morning and I literally already like haven't been doing that. So now that I told that to you guys, I'm going to have to hold myself to it. You guys should hold me to it. Um, and hopefully I'll continue tomorrow. Um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, for this episode. But as always, I will see you in the next one. Bye everyone!